But this is Virtual Reality's first podcast. We are here with Devin Dickerson. I've known him for like at least like what year is this? (laughs) 20 (laughs) years, about 20 years, really. The end all year. (laughs) (laughs) For real. But you say you were saying um, to Maryland. Yep. And you said like what part? Like where I came up or? No, just now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to, uh, when I went back there, I forgot what park. I think it was at Drew Hill Park for a family reunion. Went back there for that. And um, that was basically, it was a day trip. One day up there, uh, or maybe two days. I got up there. Then the next day was, uh, yeah, so I said weekend. We spent the weekend up there for mm. a family reunion trip. Bought the family, stayed at a hotel downtown. Walked around Federal Hill chill out a little bit and then just head back down here in North Cocky Lucky, man. <laughs> when was that, though? When? Yeah, like when? Yeah, I, I know you was there for a while. I, did you leave again after we saw each other that time? We, we was at that little uh, con- meeting or whatever it was? Uh, yes, so I'm thinking, yeah, that was 2014, actually. Uh, that was 2014. Yeah, it was 2014 uh, October time frame or something like that. Uh, maybe November because I mm. think was some one of the holidays was going on. Thanksgiving had happened on the yeah. time. Of, I was over here at Fort Meade um, or Fort Meade doing some training for three months and I was able to squeeze out a little bit and uh, man that uh, before that time I haven't been home in like a few years. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So I remember, like that. I feel like that was right before you came back from Germany. Yep. Yeah. Before that, was that directly? I thought you. I feel like you came back to the United States and from, like, okay, from you went to Korea. You came uh-huh. back, and then you went to Germany, or you went from Korea straight to Germany. No, I went from uh, Korea in 2010 and stayed until the beginning of 2011. That's when I came back to, well, I came to uh, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And I stayed there from 2011 to mid-2000, well, after 2014, I left um, in March to go to Germany. And I've been there for six years, um, roughly. Then I came back here um, in January. yeah, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. So that was kind of how I hopped when I had came, when I had left Bragg, mm. and I just got to Germany. I was there for maybe a couple months before leaving to come back on that training, to come back to Fort Meade, just for a three month training. Yeah, I I, I remember you said that because I remember you said uh, I remember when. We was like, we should go to dri- driving to see him, and then we was just like, that ain't happening. But <laughs> it, also too, it was, it was so, it happened so fast that that's probably the reason why it really didn't happen. <laughs> but and then you went to Germany, but and then you was, I felt, I felt like that's where you stayed the longest. I remember when you were in oh, yeah. Korea. That's when I was in film school. Yep. And then Germany was almost like three years or so. Yep. Which yep. was crazy. Yes, it was indeed, man. Like. I love moving around, but like when I, I, I hate moving one, 
I love moving around to good locations. I've been here before, so I really feel like this is more of an experience for my wife and my daughter being over here. Uh, but it sucks because, you know, COVID, that kind of changes things, how how things naturally would be like. It's like, damn, I want to show you around, but uh, <coughs> uh, yeah, it's not happening. I didn't know that um, your wife, was she not from he, from Maryland or is she not from like? The States. You know, oh, really? Yeah, she's from Germany. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. Yes, yeah, so most people don't. <laughs> when you think German, you're thinking like something. No, not even like that. Stuff. She's just like, she looks like, like, she not to say this in a bad way, but like, <laughs> she looks like somebody <laughs> that be around the way kind of thing. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like, a next oh, neighbor. From the, the mall, that kind of thing. Yeah, there's a girl next door. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, easily. Interesting. Uh, yeah, she grew up over there. Um, so her father is from uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. Raised and currently resides in San Diego. And her mother is German. And she just happened to be over here in L.A. for a few years when she met um, my wife's uh, uh, father. So once they hooked up, she, her mother had got pregnant mm-hmm. and didn't tell him and left the country and went to Germany and had her. And she was given up for adoption. So, yeah, so imagine, so she, <laughs> didn't know who her, she didn't know who the fuck her father was. She didn't break contact to know who her mother was until late, a little bit later on in life. Because you know, when you're being raised by two white German people, yeah. you're like, hey, something's, I'm feeling a little different here. It's, it, because I, I think I, I'm gonna like search um because I've never met of course but I've seen a pictures interesting on your page total one but and then was she like how did she has she ever been to the United States I'm sure she has because I uh no she's not sure but like has she yeah yeah she's been because uh. Your first time going to the States with uh, with uh, adopted parents, who she called her, her mother and father and mm. stuff. Uh, they brought her here to New York. I think they went to Manhattan. And, um, you know, the touristy things, nothing too in-depth. And um, after that, when she became a little older, she was teenage, She, uh, her and some friends came over here and they went to L.A. because that's when she had made contact with her mother, mm. biological mother in Germany, who had said, yeah, I don't have your father's information or any of that stuff on him, but he's a man that's named this. And like, mind you, this is like 15, 16 years gone by. And she's dropping this information on my wife. Like, hey, here's the last known stuff I know about where your father possibly could be. And it was in LA. So they, uh, my wife and her friends went that way and had a little trip and they was, you know, uh, they enjoyed the place, but at the same time, she was mainly focused on trying to find her father back right. then. And um, it wasn't until 2000... What was it, 2018? No, 13. No, no, I'm talking about when uh, you made contact with Anthony. Oh, last year. 2019, when she actually found out <laughs> who he was, and that was through Ancestry.com. Mm. Oh, so this all happened while you was with her, like married yep. and everything? Yep. That is insane. <laughs> And but that's how all, everything happened, so. Right. Gemini's bring it together. I'm trying exactly. To <laughs> we can sense that we just like, we just flow through that shit. 
Yep. When you went and I know I remember talking to you when we was in like you were in South Korea and then oh, I remember yeah. a story was telling me about some like <laughs> a man trying to sell you like they weren't trying to sell you the dog, but they wanted to sell you dog. Yeah. Is there yeah. more of a um do you feel like you had more of a culture shock in Germany or in like South Korea? I think South Korea was the initial blow that like opened my mind up like, oh, wait a minute, I was lied to in school. Mm-hmm. Like for real, I came over there very ignorant as most Americans, I would say, are if they go to a place unexpectedly, like I, me, I'm being in the military, I can kind of choose where I'm going a little bit, but more than likely it's going to be chosen for me. Korea, right. I have nothing about it to choose it. It was chosen for me. So mm-hmm. me going over there to a country like that in my ignorant self it's just one big bowl of rice i don't know no difference. I, I don't know no difference between uh you know chinese japanese yeah korean nothing mm. um so i'm really taken back when i get there and i'm getting different cultures i'm getting the history because when you get there for like the first two weeks you're getting um uh uh like a, a briefing on you know customs and courtesies mm-hmm. and then you get a briefing on like the museum that you go to which is across the street like um um and that thing really like shocked me so i'm like wow man this is like i got to young sung seoul which is like a mm-hmm. big it's like a new york man and i'm thinking man i'm this ain't no Bruce Lee movie here. Like, I'm just thinking people walking around with carts on their backs, you know, hats, rice, little stands. Now they have little areas that's like that, but they are built up and highly advanced. Yeah. And that was a big shocker to me because, you know, as Americans, we get taught that America is the ultimate, is the alpha and omega of everything. Right. You couldn't even, wouldn't even expect it to be there when you land right. You're like, America, America. And then me <laughs> in the military, Looking at their military, I'm like, how the fuck are we kicking people's ass? And it's because really we got the power of influence more than exactly. I would just say influence and like we have like we're spread out. That's right. We don't like, leave where we've been. <laughs> we- hey, right. <laughs> like, all right, now this war is over, so we're just gonna set up camp. Like, keep watch. But for real, <laughs> that's how you plan shut out. Yep. And that's basically so when I went over there, I was with um uh mi unit military intelligence unit mm-hmm. and, and that's when i noticed i was like man the army don't have that much intelligence in it <laughs> <For real. laughs> but this is to be the type of unit i'm in um mm-hmm. they got technology it, though oh my god <laughs> yeah. i mean and the thing is like that's when i noticed how much america was you know more of a capitalist type place and how severe it was because you know in korea i got a phone for 50 bucks it had tv and this is back in uh 2010 it had tv on it you had radio that you could exit. Uh, you had all type of little games on there. And you had, well, technically it wasn't FaceTime, but it was, it was like FaceTime. Anybody who had that phone, right? see them and they could see you before. And this was back in like 2009. No, it was yeah. like, yeah, 2009, basically. Yeah, it was a 2009 phone. And I'm like, man, they've been doing it for five years, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the iPhone don't even have. I mean, the iPhone has a decent camera, but you can't talk to people. And I thought that was the coolest shit. And it was only 50 bucks. I was like, wow, man. This sleek, sexy <laughs> little phone. And in America, they just, you know, milk it. they like, all right, we got a new iPhone coming out. What do we need? Put right. one, two new features on there. 
sell a few billion. Yep. <laughs> sell a few billion. Make some commercials, people dancing with colorful backgrounds. <laughs> and keep it pushing. I'm like, wow, man, we really get pimped. So after that, it really humbled me seeing how people were over there and they just kind of look not down on us, but it's kind of like America, yeah, that's the cool place for the young people, but mm. other people that really uh, hold a higher level of intelligence would look at America in pity, like a adolescent child. I, I was just going to say that. Yeah, because, you know, we're not really an old country like that. So we're still growing off the backs of slaves. <laughs> <laughs> right. Forever. <laughs> Then and then you came here and then went to Germany and then that was the longest place. I'm sure you had like a because I'm sure like a lot of the uh even the architecture, the customs are more common to you, rather not necessarily the language, but you can still operate more easily through Germany than you would in South Korea. Yes, and I would I would say it's a yay and a nay because yeah. the the biggest part about it was the language barrier. Mm. Being something you can understand, on your DCO or things like that, I can, I can read body language. I could read tone and stuff right. like. That. I can understand when I'm in danger when somebody's trying to be polite. And but they have at least five ways of saying the same thing. They have like an extremely proper way. Like if you're talking to the president, mm -hmm. then they got a way where you're talking to your homeboy versus how you talk to your family, somebody you have interest in, somebody you don't know. It's different ways to say things. Right. That's fine. You could almost figure that out without a class. Almost. You could figure out enough to get by. But when it comes to the Hangul language itself, mm -hmm. it's something you I can't read because it's not English letters at all. <laughs> like at all. These are squiggle diggles and stuff. Yeah, the little Anything circles can, and lines. Yep. <laughs> a, a pack of ramen. <laughs> so um, I'm like, damn, man. That kind of discouraged me to read more. I could read stop sign and toilet. That's it. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe exit. And I don't even know if I remember that, but uh, you'd recognize it. <laughs> when going to, but at the same time, when it says exit, it's still going to be like a green sign that would say exit in, you know, English. It just says it in this color, but the sign has an arrow on there with a man running out of door. So it's like, okay, so that's exit. The same thing. They just switched the the you know how they write it but when it comes to germany oof uh my wife always says germans are like coconuts and americans are like peaches because germans have a hard exterior right breakthrough it's sweet on the inside and most peaches are americans because we seem to be sweet on the outside we put our persona out in front of us mm -hmm. when you the best of us out front. Yeah, I do this, that, this, and that. And then when you get to the core of it, you're like, oh, this person is really hardened and a whole bunch of fuck shit going on right now. <laughs> um, well, I thought you was gonna say was like, I thought you was gonna compare the coconut, hard outside, soft inside, and it stays fresh or like stays new. Yeah. But like Americans <laughs> are like rotten after like a day. <laughs> like really. Yes, that could be <laughs> yep, the same have thing. You don't have, yeah, you don't have any real outer shell here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. really so you could take more damage. That's why you got higher suicide rates over here. You got a lot <laughs> of depression. You got a lot of anxiety. You got a lot yeah. of mental illnesses over here because people shell all that on the inside. Right. 
And, and it's like, it's easier to write. That's crazy. That's a good analogy, though. Yeah, I'm still that writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I didn't get it at first when my wife said it, because I was thinking she was going a different direction when she said they're coconuts. I was like, oh, mm. so y'all are on the outside and like hollow on the inside. Like, it's nothing, <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing inside. But There's there, something there. <laughs> Uh, but there is. It's sweet and it's mm. good for you. Mm. Um, so I, I noticed that, though, like these people will be more observant than they will just jump up to you unless you have like a fan. And there's fans of Americans in every. Oh, country. yeah. That oh, yeah. You I love America. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Euro the, the Borats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, though, I don't really get that. Uh, going towards Caucasian Americans. It's more towards Black. When they see you are Black, they could tell instantly that they'd be like, okay, once he talks and he starts walking, we can tell if he's, you know, African American. Oh, yeah, immediately. <laughs> exactly. Like, I even oh, do the oh, same oh. thing a little bit when I'm at work. I can, I'm like, it's not that, you know, I can definitely tell when I'm talking to almost anybody because I work in the bar. And okay. if a person comes in, for the first thing I look at is their shoes because first of all, no yes. American wears like <laughs> lower than high tops. Like you know what I mean? Like what's no? What's the left? What's the stage under a high top? That's not those running shoes. Yes, uh, you're talking about the uh, the low tops. What a low tops, stupid. Yeah, but low tops. low tops, Americans rarely go under low tops in public right. unless it's like a s- distinct style. Uh-huh. I could, that's the uh, first thing I noticed. I'm talking about like like see a, a African or something. Not that it's a bad thing, but I'm just like it's them shoes. <laughs> like I noticed the same thing when I was over there in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you can tell uh, now from a distance when a crowd of people around you be like, okay, right. This, Any this could be anything, right? But when you really zoom in, I noticed a lot of German females, definitely Caucasian German females, tend to wear white top. Mm-hmm. and black uh uh fitted jeans and then they have on some type of low cut white tennis shoe this is like a standard look for like the german over mm-hmm. there it's always black bottoms some type of white or cream <laughs> and some always used to be white shoes and the thing is the mm-hmm. care they do for their shoes is different like shoes over here to us mean a lot more they'd be like oh no you're not gonna get my stuff dirty I'm not gonna wear these because this don't meet the occasion, but they'll yeah. wear their shoes to every occasion, and then it shows, and you're like, oh well, yeah, those Stacey Adams used to be the shit, but now. yeah, but they also have that like worn look where it's like they can yes. never go out of style because they're yes. so aged. You know what I mean? Like Classic. <laughs> they're like just like yeah, like they're like permanent kind of things. Gotta march through Belgium. <laughs> exactly. What do we mean? Like talking about my shoes? <laughs> But that's fucking crazy. That's crazy. Yes, yes. So small cultural things like Mm -hmm. that you can notice over there. But in in all in all, they are not a prideful people, Germans. Um, They are smeared with what happened over there. Yeah. So, you know, when you think Germany, people be like, oh, the war. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So they have a military, but not really. So uh, anything that's throwing German pride out there, for instance, uh, I was playing Grand Theft Auto not too long ago, and 
I could customize my car and I put a German flag on top. I was like, hey, look, babe. And she instantly was like, oh, that looks like some German. Race. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you can just imagine I, it. Exactly. And I'm like, damn, I never thought about it like that. And instantly I was like, let me change the flag to American. And then instantly I looked at it again like, that's racist. That's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? I'm like, whoo, shit. Patriotism now sometimes. It, like yeah. This. You know, hey, we're saying that you don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what happened over there. So people aren't prideful on German. That's why you'll have more fans that cling to other people from everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is also another thing that's like interesting about like when you think about uh, I heard somebody say something about like what is nationality Uh, I don't think people understand the differences between race ethnicity nationality all the things are like entirely different and I think it's like so funny when people think that putting a flag (laughs) on your car means that you're racist or like you are like I will right. kill everybody, but I will kill everybody but Germans because if a German flag it makes no sense, like not at all. But that also brings it to like when do you like? So I didn't vote, <laughs> but did cool. you vote? I did, I did, and I, I was on the fence with it. I waited late in the game to do so. Yeah. Um, for a while, I was like, no, I'm I'm not going to do it because I felt like uh, I don't have all my facts straight. And like, I obviously want to go against Trump because what I see mm-hmm. and but it's like I already know about what Biden did since he was in the office with um, Obama. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't ignore what I know versus what I see. And it's like I see a idiot in the White House who is a mascot for all bigotry, racism and stereotypes going towards anybody that doesn't exude what he looks like. So if you're not the rich upper class white folk, or if you're simply just not white, you know, mm-hmm. and this is we, Trump you're talking about, right? Trump. Okay. So, now Biden doesn't ooze that same look. He doesn't carry himself like that. But I can't ignore the crime bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't ignore that. I'm like, yo, this really set us back because you know me. I think it was me, you, and Z was standing in line to vote for Obama for his first term, 2008, right at Randallstown High School. Um, so that was the first time I'm voting. I'm like, damn, first president, you know, I'm voting for is going to be black. Yeah. And then it was an interesting time. Like literally our first vote was for a black guy. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. 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 I was like right on time. (laughs) Wear my sticker for months. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. I'm keeping all this, uh, uh, you know, paraphernalia, all this stuff that they're giving me. Mm-hmm. But as it went on, you know, after his term was up, I kind of noticed that, you know, damn, I noticed a lot more things going wrong for us, like that I didn't see before. Like when Bush was in office, I didn't see a whole bunch of like police shootings and stuff like that on the news. I know like... uh Technology wasn't. I was just going to say, technology was probably a little different back then. Exactly. So I don't dispute it happening because I know this has been happening for quite some time, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't brought to the forefront and stuff. To the first one to get my attention, um, Trayvon Martin. So I'm just like, shit, we got a black president. He catch wind of this, you know, it's going down. And he did. Right, right. And he was like, yeah, you know, that could have been me. He spoke on it. 
which I love Barack Obama for how he speaks, how he carries himself, him being a family man, all that stuff. That's fantastic. Love it. Um, but I expected him to do more. And me being very ignorant to, you know, the powers of the president, I'm expecting the president can do anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, it really does not work exactly like that. And then when I'm looking at laws and how bills are passed and what is being passed, I really was like, wow, man. Yeah, it's a little different. Right. We really was just so happy to have uh, a black president in office. We didn't really have demands of him to do anything. Besides, we just thought everything was just going to be cool. Like, you know, weed's going to be legalized and... And, you know, uh, education is going to be not as expensive, stuff like that. Right. And I'm like, he did do great things. Like he did stuff for the LGBT community and stuff like that. But for, as a black people as a whole, what I expected, I was expecting something a little bit different, a little bit more like to set us up a little bit better. And right. it took to the end of his term for me to realize that it wasn't a lot of things put in place. Yes, he did try a lot of stuff and dealing with... Um, you know how many Republicans he had that was going against a lot of stuff in there, which I don't really like politics. I don't really like Democrats or Republicans. And I don't like to claim any one of them because I feel like at one point they were both the same thing. The only reason they exactly had, right they were both the same thing. At one point you had black people, and then like people be like, "Oh, you black and you Republican, you a coon or whatever." I was like, "All right, so was Martin Luther King a coon?" I'm not a Republican. Let me just state that right there. Yeah, I, I like to just look at both sides. And be like, all right, who right and wait till things make sense. Right. Who is making the most sense right now? And it's hard to and honestly, what took me so late in the game to vote is that I wouldn't I wasn't just gonna go off of what I see with Trump. Morally, I already knew it was a no-go. Like right. I can't fuck with that, bro. Like you are you are birthing a nation of hatred and like people will probably sign up thinking, let me be the next one. Right, um, exactly. Let me support this negative thing. Right, but exactly. I was going to say, like, I feel like what Obama was, was even though like I do, like when people say the things like, because I really don't, I try not to stay into politics, but I do always like catch wind of it and like absorb what knowledge they give me. But I feel like Obama was a definite, uh, a social presence. He was an example of how to behave and speak yeah. and stuff like that. If you was to combine, not necessarily what Trump does, because I've also, I know a lot of the things that he did that was very uh, against diversity, against like oneness, basically. But there was like a lot of like economic ups right. that he brought. Right. But so, but I feel like you have to think about this is this is not an image. This is not a party. You know what I mean? Like right, this right. is this That's is the country right. that you're gonna eventually you're gonna be dead, and you what right. you've done has messed it up for years and years and years. You can't right. say that right. oh it's okay. I'm not, I'm not president anymore. Well, yeah, <laughs> you still instilled a lot of bad vibes right. basically exactly. throughout the whole country. Right. Because Barack Obama came in there after Bush and he had to clean up that mess. Mm-hmm. I remember that we was going into a recession. And all that stuff like that. Um, and towards the end of his term, we started to climb out of it. Towards the beginning of Donald Trump's turn, we really started to benefit from it. And then it was, oh, Donald Trump taking credit, like, yeah, uh, I, I stimulated the economy and stuff like mm. that. And people not knowing how these things work. Right. It like, really this takes a long time. This is the, the week exactly. he got there, it just started. Right. 
no, it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. And it was already going up. So it's like, hey, yeah, I'm just take that right there. That's mm-hmm. good. For me. And I'm just like, man, look, I just want to stay away from all of it. Like, because at the end of the day, how I was thinking was, you know, like we just found out who the president is going to be today. And my life hasn't changed. Not a single bit. Mm-hmm. No, extra really? <laughs> like, I don't care at all. Not at all. Not, not at that all. I don't care, but I'm not phased. I would say that's the best right. part. That's the way to say it. Right. I don't lose focus on my daily tasks of what I need to do. Mm-hmm. It's not it's the only thing I know is because it was such an imbalance of toxic leadership here and it's going to be such a shift of power. I know that I need to be more cognizant of where I'm going, like because people are upset. They're going to upset people regardless who won. So I need to be more careful. I need to be on a higher alert when it comes to going to big ass social gatherings that may be like a Black Lives Matter protest, which I've been to all of them that's been in this state. I know that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the one for Freddie Gray in Baltimore as well. And we went to Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, a, I'm a big supporter of not... Black Lives Matter, the group now, because it's more than what it it originally started as. It is really a damn near a political party. But right. I, I, I like to speak out against injustice. That's why I'll just leave it at that. But people like that now will be targeted. So exactly. in the height of somebody losing the president that they wanted, they need to put the blame on somebody. Right, so, take that anger out somewhere. Exactly. So I'm not that's the only thing that changes for me. It's like, oh, what time is it? Oh, I ain't going to Walmart at this time. Man. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Or the grocery store. Or, oh, they, or I, ain't, uh, I ain't going to this part of town. Right, right. Where they might be doing some demonstration of this. Mm-hmm. Avoid that. That's it. That's that's basically it. My check still comes. <laughs> right. Still get cash. And I feel like people need to realize that too. Like, as long as you ain't... If people don't even realize what what for one are their rights and privileges and if and when they are taken away like nothing's happening to you and you're really protesting not saying not i'm talking about the black folks today so like just in general like people uh-huh. don't realize what has been taken away from them and what they actually still have like uh right. it was something that was it was some random thing you know it's like those jokes about um how white men are the most, what is it, discriminated against in America or something. <laughs> that makes no sense. Like, it's because you, you what right, what are you talking about that is being taken from you? I would love to know. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Oh, we, I can't say what I want. Well, you're not supposed to just say stupid shit. Like, you know what I mean? You have to, <laughs> you, can. Like, honestly, <laughs> you can, you can, but you don't feel like it would be smart to do so. And also too, if you, if, when you do, you're going to suffer the consequences of whoever feels offended by this. So exactly. it's not somebody else's fault that they were offended. It's your right. fault for offending somebody. Like people don't get it. Cause and effect, action, reaction. <laughs> like this is nothing, but this, this is simple. It's really simple. Like you could put it out there. But once you put it out there, you getting back right. whatever. <laughs> it's what you. It is. That's what you, it is. You said it with the intention and the accepting of all the repercussions of what you said. So let's go. <laughs> like, but don't say that you're discriminated against because you can't say it. Mm-hmm. You definitely can. And if anything, 
as long as you say, and the thing is, you can say almost anything you want, as long as you're not attacking people, mm -hmm. you have a less likelihood as a white man to say something and somebody else feel attacked. As a black man, if I say something or even raise my voice or feel passionate about something, if right. I say the exact same thing, it is looked at differently. Like, Immediately. Oh, oh shit. Immediately. <laughs> like, oh. he went from a two to a four. It's, it's it, <laughs> like... Right. Like, so, like, have somebody um, speak on protesting and stuff like that, and they'd be like, yeah, so, um, I'm not really feeling the protest, white guy A says. Mm -hmm. And have white guy B say, what do you mean? White guy A will just explain to white guy B what he means. <laughs> If white guy A says the same thing to black guy and the black guy says, what do you mean? The atmosphere is it's different. entirely different. Exactly. He is like, whoa, hold He's up. He's like, I'd have to explain myself to people. It, it, yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. It is very different. It is a totally different atmosphere. It's crazy. Like, and I I feel like it's it's insane that people don't realize that that's how they behave. And like the comments that they make, you've like like I know I say some like some crazy stuff when like I'm like in a pro in a in a room or in an atmosphere where it will not offend somebody because that's just me joking and me not being serious. But if I was to say that, if if I was to say those things or anything in an atmosphere where I know it will be offensive, I like I have to take those consequences oh, yes. of somebody okay. saying that was wrong and then explain to me why it was wrong. Yep. Yep, that's uh, true. That is very true. And people just don't think about that. And that's what we call, because there's a certain people that don't think like that. Mm -hmm. And that's what we call the privilege of them not having to, because nobody's exactly. giving them the repercussions of doing this besides mm -hmm. the extreme. If you say nigga, you might just get your ass beat. Right. That, that's that's almost the only one. Like you could say- yeah, Like a, almost a, a, like immediate. <laughs> right, that's immediate reaction. Like that's <laughs> as far as you can push it, like till you get, somebody putting hands on you mm -hmm. but with us we can lose our job our credibility right everything just for right? defending ourselves just for defending yourself against a misunderstanding mm -hmm. if you are misunderstood you're just a misunderstood people just leave you alone you go about your life if i'm misunderstood they'd be like hold up uh human resources right call, call me in offices yep like hey so and then and then try <laughs> to be peaceful like they're defusing a bomb uh, well, Devin, we want you to sit down. Uh, just have some mm -hmm. exactly have some like having the whole conversation right hyped out in book yep. format. Yeah, but like so, uh, we 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 got a, a response from a few people that work here, and um, you know, we all know that you're you're really a good guy. You're hard work and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's just that we can't have uh, a uh, such a, a such a reaction, right? Right. <laughs> But this also, and also too, just to make this clear, it isn't, I'm not saying that this is always what's happening or this is even what I've even been through, but this mm -hmm. is an example of an occurrence. Like that mm -hmm. has happened. Not saying that happens every time or like every time a black person speaks no. up, they're going to be talked to like in an office, right. but there, you have to understand that this is an analogy to reality. reality. And this is true. Like very true. And that's the thing. Like I, I bumped into black people, right? Uh, one of my friends, when I was in Germany, he's from New York. His name is mm -hmm. Edward Afu. Um, so he came to New York from uh, Nigeria, Africa, and joined the military, and we met up in Germany. Good friend of mine. 
So we was on a, a tasking where we was up near the Netherlands on like a detail doing a memorial. It was about seven of us. And I remember him saying he never came across racism because, you know, when we went out there, now we're near the Netherlands, but we're on the outer edge. This isn't near Amsterdam. This is like a small town type area where there's not a lot of black people mm -hmm. at all in C1. Um, Lily was looking. Um, so we get to a McDonald's and mind you, he said like on this trip, be like, nah, man, the race, because we was talking about race. He was like, man, I think people kind of just blow it out of proportion with the media and stuff like that. And I was mm -hmm. like, yes, the media can be used to blow things out of proportion. But when it comes to this, it's more so shining a light on something that's been blown out of proportion um, that nobody's cared about. So now you're getting a lot of backfill with a whole lot right now. Um, and he was like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I'm from New York. We've got white people in this and all that. And I never had this happen that very day while we was at McDonald's. An officer came inside and made me him and this other person i can't remember uh his name is kelly uh put our phones down right mm -hmm. and speak with us like i knew they was coming because they stood outside the mcdonald's door and looked in while we were sitting down eating that food All right and mind you i knew that officers might show up because when i was walking with a, a caucasian male his name's canterbury uh was walking to look for a restroom and stuff like that we didn't find one so we ended up popping a squat and just smoking um near this parking lot and these two white females came around the corner like a sharp corner where we were standing at didn't see us came around the corner almost ran into me and was like oh shit like bumped to almost bumped to a black guy and then she they laughed and giggled and as they was like, <laughs> posey mm -hmm. um and now posey you know sounds very close to police and that's because that's their way of saying police so jokingly they said that as they walked away oh right and i'm like oh shit and I, I finished smoking my cigarette and we go to mcdonald's me and canterbury one white man one black man we go back to mcdonald's so now there's cops actually in that area just looking for somebody that fits the description of this white man and this black man so they go into the mcdonald's i'm sitting right next to the white man Tell me why they don't ask him for shit. They just asked me of and course. they went to all the other black men and it was like, yeah, we need ID from you guys. Were you guys out here? Blah, 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 blah. And it just caught them off guard because we all have military IDs. Like, yeah, so what are you saying? And they was like, oh yeah, you know, we was told that three black males, like just like that, man. Yeah. They made that up on the spot. Like, no, you weren't. It was me. No, you weren't. <laughs> exactly. The Me and the white guy, like, Canterbury was like, wow, that's the first time he experienced seeing something like that because he was involved. Right. Was like, Damn, bro, that's that's crazy. Like, it was just me and you mm -hmm. over there, and yet they didn't say anything to me. They mm -hmm. just went to all the black people here, like, oh, let's round them up. Right. Like, oh, it must have been them. Exactly. That's mm -hmm. what it is. Well, it's crazy. It's so it's so crazy how real it has to get for people to have to exactly acknowledge. Like, understand, like. And at this point, man, I feel like uh, the way the direction that Americans are going in, definitely African-Americans in this country and people of color, nobody's trying to explain anything to anybody anymore because people are really blissfully just trying yeah. not to understand. They're like, well, what about this? Well, what about that? You could you could, you could, could fact check them on anything. They're just going to pull something else up. Right. What about this? What about that? Just the fact that we have to explain ourselves over a million times about different scenarios and what ifs just shows that 
if somebody asks that many questions back to back, they're not taking the time to sit back, analyze and think and be empathetic about what mm-hmm. you're going because they, they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. These type of people do not care. Not say all people. And that's one thing I would never say. I would never say all people, uh, all this or all that, because usually yeah. I'm talking um, about the people who do <laughs> or who don't. Right. If the shoe fits where that's mm-hmm. how it is, man. So that was an experience, man. And it's, it's one of those things that people feel like, uh, you know, it only exists in America. America thrives off of it, but it's everywhere, man. It, it definitely is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like the Freddie Gray protest went all around the world because people are dealing with it everywhere. Yeah. And you got to yeah. see it because people also are tuned into America like it's a TV show. Yeah, it is a TV show. So they're watching. Yep. <laughs> it is happening. They're like, what is happening over there? Like, too? like having one of their favorite channels. Oh, yeah, man. This is like the new MTV mm-hmm. world. Just one big mm-hmm. reality TV show. That's yeah. <laughs> the thing about America, though, um, that I learned from being in Germany, and when I was in Germany, man, I'm telling you, I went to uh, I went to Latvia, mm-hmm. Latvia um, to the capital, Latvia, which is Riga. I went to Romania um, to the capital, which is uh, uh, Bucharest. Yeah, uh, and I was also in Costanza at the Black Beach, a great great place during the summertime. Um, I went to Budapest, I went to Poland, the Warsaw, the capital, and stuff like that. And I've been around a lot of other places, man. And I'm telling you, eyes are on America everywhere. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to tell you how big, like this, when it came back to round it back up to the, the voting thing, I remember people saying, oh, so your president's Donald Trump instantly. And that was like almost slander, like, damn, yeah, that's the commander in chief. That fucking sucks, man. Like your right, right. of your country is a jackass. <laughs> Straight up, man. That is a sickening feeling. That's right. like, oh damn, that's your dad, <laughs> Charles Manson. Ooh, right. And like, it's crazy. Like, and also too, and it's also this isn't a good thing, but his reputation did precede him because they yeah. knew what you were about. Mm-hmm. And the all these excuses, like, oh, he, you don't see those pictures with him with Fifty Cent. Who cares yeah. about that? That's yeah. one person. Also, too, that's a famous person yeah. who was probably at the event that he was at. So that's not evidence of nothing. Rich people, like there's this multiple elements going on to divide exactly. People. You have you have you have classism, um, mm-hmm. the economics, and who has what, the haves and the have-nots, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, or underneath that, you have the race issue. Like what exactly. you look- where you're coming from then there's even a nationality issue because mm-hmm. we have that amongst our own people like how many african jokes did we tell <laughs> they weren't jokes they were observations but really though but i know what you mean though like exactly so. but I see, yeah because i I'd like um any accent and like you know what i mean oh. like they could be a completely like would you call it white fitting or whatever it was? I yeah. like, uh, but and then as soon as they hear an accent, it's like, oh, we got to deal with this <laughs> this way. You know what I mean? So it mm-hmm. is true. Like you're completely right. People are divided up so much mm-hmm. that it's hard to come together and find common interest because you 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 we value things that shouldn't be valued. Like uh, like for instance, uh, you see Bill Gates out on the street. If you didn't know what Bill Gates looked like, you wouldn't just look at this man and be exactly. like, oh, ever. <laughs> 
millions, millions. <laughs> like, not at all. But you see these other guys out here, uh, you got the chains on, you got all this, like, right. oh, yeah. and usually Baroque, American, Black, somebody. And it's a way of showing, oh, I'm worth something. We have to mm-hmm. wear our worth. Yeah, exactly. Present it. it. Exactly. And it's we just fall into this game of spending because, you know, we spend yeah. the most money out of everybody. We just blow the shit out mm-hmm. in our communities. And then other people like, yeah, we can't never have our own and stuff like that. And that's when right. I'm upset to know that people outside this country know more about uh, what happened in this country when it comes to black people than black people. In right. Like the to- actual facts. Yeah. Unless you mm-hmm. go to a historically black college. Or uh, university, right? Like, and you gotta seek that out. It's not gonna be told in Black History Month. What you gonna learn about? Right, the Tugman. same shit. <laughs> Oak Parks, Harriet Tugman. But you're not even gonna learn about that shit in depth. You're gonna learn that she freed the slaves. She rode on the front of the bus. Right. She had a dream, and Malcolm X was around during that time. But that's the <laughs> right. Time. That's it. He was assassinated. <laughs> there you go. Um. And that's really not enough to know about oh, yeah. to move forward and to know like how to really conduct yourself or have a sense of pride. You will have more sense of pride of yourself if you know what you survived. And that is true. That's one of those And what things. got you there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The road, the road, uh the pursuit of happiness is really the road that you travel to get from point A to B is not getting to point B. It's not being at point B. It's the pursuit, which is going on that road. That's the main thing that people are doing. And if you don't know, if you can't look behind you in your rearview mirror and don't see any trails, you're going to feel like you're standing still. So that's basically what's going on in America. You know, you got African-Americans. You got some that just dispute. I'm not a slave no more. I'm just what I am right now. And right. will tell you, what they are because they're trying to conform to somebody else's way of living. And a lot of us have done it. Like even our females, you know, from being uh, shown all through life that this European image is what you're supposed to look like. Supposed to have Mm -hmm. hair, permed hair. You can't even wear your natural hair. If you want to be on TV, your nose need to be smaller. Right. Talk a certain way. How many news broadcasters have you heard sound like somebody in your family? Right. No. And then, oh. right, or not even like, and then they like come in like super nasally, like they like holding their nose on the water. Exactly. But it's great. Oh, yeah. Like you have to talk different just to like fit in and to conform to something. It's wild. And it's all because you're just trying to, us as Black people, I feel like to we get, have to keep try going. To yeah, try to get along just to keep moving mm. and stuff like that. But if you knew, that there was a time, there was a place where we only had each other and we did very well with each other. And that mm. was after slavery. That's right, where right Street, after. Yeah, that's like where Black Wall Street came from. We had our own hospitals, airports, uh, uh, banks, everything. Everything that they said we need to do now. We had it. Exactly. But we can't get it because we, we, don't, we don't have no like one single forward drive Right. I mean, that's our main issue. They killed everybody. 
Mm. Damn near everybody in that town wiped it out and then covered it up in the history books. Mm -hmm. Like we don't even know where half these people's bodies are, man. And yet we still they're going to build and do construction over it and kick them things to the side. Oh yeah. In Manhattan, Manhattan used to um, inhabit over thousands of freed slaves that traveled to New York. Right. And actually had homes in Manhattan Park, which wasn't Manhattan Park at the time, and was bulldozed over, man. So there was always a system that was one step ahead. Like, all right, we can't have slavery, but we could do this. We can't have Jim Crow laws, but we could do this. We can't have red tape redlining, but we can do this. Uh, you know, and it just, it, it always is evolving. Is it as bad as slavery was back then? No, but it is a wedge that separates uh, a class of people. I can't say it's a specific race. They, they did this with the intent to divide the race. But at a certain point, they knew they was going to cut off a few of their own toes. Some of their own people would be left. Yeah. I also feel like another uh, intent with all that was definitely confusion because uh, if you keep a group of people out of higher learning, basically like college and beyond, or even high school, like because a lot of people probably didn't even graduate high school at that point. When Mm -hmm. they don't know nothing, they can't... they can't conceive other goals besides the things that they see, which is like yeah. daily life type things, like things that they, oh, the next day I got to get up and do this, got to make this amount of money for the next day. But yeah. they don't know that there's a job at NASA or that, you know, I mean? or there wasn't even a, the job for them at NASA because of just the time it was because they try to keep them confused. And that's how I was when I was in the States and I went to Korea. That mm-hmm. was the shocker. I was like, man, I didn't know about this and once you wake up to mm-hmm. not knowing about it and you it really it really gotta hit you though yeah it can't be, uh speculation that oh yeah right. we did have it together at one oh point. yeah exactly i don't know i didn't know that and i felt like the more you say i didn't know that it means that you at least are learning mm-hmm. and you gotta keep that going because you will at some point we have to say that i'm going to come like everybody from my house is going through this process we're getting yeah. further than we did before mm-hmm. i don't know it's break like, the cycle. they got you gotta to break the cycle gotta break the cycle and it starts with education it does it I, will and then and that's why when the divide happened um when slavery like they, they mastered the same things that's going the same teachings is happening to this very day it, mm-hmm. it didn't change so exactly. they know one the the head of the household traditionally was the african-american male but the strength of black people actually lies in the african-american woman right so what they would do is because they she's the breeder of the children so through her come children which brings a new generation Mm -hmm. if you can break the mother down Exactly. They can't raise a de- right. like can't raise a decent child. Exactly. That's exactly what's been passed down. Remove mm-hmm. the father, break the woman down to submit, and she will teach her children to submit. Mm-hmm. Just so she could keep them alive. And that's the same thing. That's like crazy. Keep being passed down. It was slavery. Then it was uh, Jim Crow. Jim Crow. Then even with like Black Panther parties, all these 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 were scholars. These were educated mm-hmm. people. That these things together man and worked within the constitutional uh, you know the constitution to try to protect our own to police the police but mm-hmm. at the same time the fbi which is an organization that was created after you know jim crow laws and during jim crow laws to 
make things happen in this country. They deemed them as a terrorist terrorist organization right. without deeming the Ku Klux Klan as a terrorist organization. Right. And mm. killed these men. And then after that, they pumped crack. Like, you're not going to tell me that this heroin, this crack, this cocaine, all this stuff made it from overseas on boats and planes. Right. For no reason. Right. In your neighborhood. And you can become a kingpin selling it as long as you don't step outside those boundaries to go in. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> we will. Oh, you bought this house in this place. How did you have that money? Yeah. We've exactly. been watching you for a long time. If you want to keep this thing going, you need to stay right where the fuck is. And I feel like that's another uh, aspect that kind of destroyed like the black house because I can guarantee you a lot of the reasons why the black man wasn't home is because he was probably doing some type of drug and taking right. himself away from that. He can't concentrate on a job. He's it, He'll just lose it all. Traits were going out. The That's factories were closing left and right. Yep. Uh, we were put into Section 8, which originally was created mm-hmm. for to help white people. Um, after they got up out of there, got the benefit of it, we moved in. They pulled all funding from this, so it became a slum. They created something exactly. Projects. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is a project if it ain't an experiment? Um, mm-hmm. So they stacked us on top of each other. Literally, some places exactly ages on the outside, so you can't jump from. You're stuck in this place with people inhabiting over top of you and next to you in close proximity. That's uh, that'll do something to you mentally, right? Because they won't even like. Because um, when you think about those projects and stuff like that, that means that, for instance. Certain apartment complexes don't take Section 8 because it's government mm-hmm. system, whatever it is. That means mm-hmm. that the people who are applying for it have less money, which means right. that the, the taxes that are coming out of their check mm-hmm. are going to the school, which is essentially nothing, which means that yep. while there's no new books nowhere and yep. people don't feel like they're being valued because it's not yep. even that they're not valued. It's that they're, it's like there they, is no value there. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so you have to understand that first to be like i'm getting out of this apartment whether it's free or not for me like right. but right. they have people that want to stay because it's free it's free <laughs> and i'll give you you'll see some people eating better than some people that's out there working <laughs> and stuff you see you ever seen somebody man i had food stamps i had food stamps for a good amount of time well for about two three years i had <laughs> food stamps because i had a child and I didn't have a job that was able to, you know, suffice. So with WIC and food stamps, I was able to make certain things happen and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, man, I can get a lot of shit. I could get so much shit. I can sell stuff. I had so much milk, bread, eggs, yeah. fruits, all the, all types of food. And yet stuff. you had to stay under a certain amount. So you're <laughs> like, what balance am I going to keep? Like, Right. And it was like, man, this is put in my hand. It's like somebody giving a child that's angry a loaded mm-hmm. gun. Mm-hmm. and then like what is he going oh, to do oh shit like it's free like uh, yeah that's a good that, that does and also too like that's probably why a lot of fathers left their wives like back in the day because there's like oh they have like a um all they're going to do is just take a little bit out of my check and they'll they'll get like a money mm-hmm. gone like disappear let me go get some cigarettes real quick <laughs> <laughs> waiting on my disability check oh all right it's all right <laughs> like they'd be like where are you at like, well, you can't even do that. You can't even call anybody's phone because they're gone. <laughs> Send them a letter. <laughs> Hell yeah, but, man. Mm, that's crazy. But so you like, I know that you are going to be, I don't know, like 
you bought a house in Maryland. Do you plan to leave? I know your uh, your your wife is from not from, but her father is from California. Yeah. And does she have any intentions to come this side of the country? Oh yeah, we were just looking at houses yesterday. So we capped out at houses with the maximum pay limit of a million dollars and just mm-hmm. seeing what we can get. So a four bedroom, maybe a three and a half bathroom, maybe four bathroom, one, two car garage, million dollars or seven. Well, we've seen something like $700,000, $800,000. Yeah. This is in uh, California. Yeah, this is down. You should look at Las Vegas. I'm just saying. But. That's <laughs> God. All right. I already looked at Vegas. That's why I was like, man, for that type of it's, money. You, yeah, you get like a whole two real two mansions. Like and you can get a basement there too. And, and a basement. Yes. And but, I'm like, one thing I miss, you know, being from Maryland. I'm like, mm-hmm. you yeah, I need a basement. Vegas. Yes. <laughs> what? This is the yeah. right. This is all cool and shit. Like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Turn on no AC. You just hear it dark as a little dimmer. <laughs> this is where is that um so i'm used to that now so we have yeah. a, uh we're actually i was gonna put it on facebook when it happened and stuff like that but working this credit man mm-hmm. um was able to get a nice a nice house and it's, it's getting built up it should be finished in march mm-hmm. um so we're gonna have this house here i don't know how long i'm gonna stay here in north carolina but if we, we leave it's in a good area where we know we can rent it out um and keep the payments going on this right uh and go somewhere else, but I would love to go over to the West Coast because I always wanted to. Mm. Um, the The original plan was to go back to Germany. Um, very expensive over there. It's doable, mm. but the you know when you talk about raising a family, it's really no place better that I've been than a place like Germany because everything is taken care of through their taxes. Um, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Everything is taken care of through their taxes. They pay high taxes, but it shows up. It's not like here where you don't know where the fuck the taxes go, and you're like, man, they take. Right, you know taxes. where it's great. That's that's right. good though. That's how it should be. <laughs> no, exactly. like red tape, nothing. Yeah, people get upset. Like, wow, this pothole's been here for three days. What's <laughs> going on? Like, it is covered. What man. you talk about? Years, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like they become sinkholes over here. Mm-hmm. Owns Mills. Somebody when they was driving to the movie theater, <laughs> I remember that that car sank into mm-hmm. the ground. Whoop. I'm like, whoa, this is the end of the world coming up here. <laughs> like tremors and stuff. But um, I'm really surprised that uh nobody's really seen the outside. The more immigrants that come here, I'm surprised they don't speak more about where they come from. Uh, like, hey, we do it like this over here. Maybe y'all should start thinking like this. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is it was just crazy. Like I like I feel like because I work in Las Vegas and work at the bar, I feel mm. like I get the rich, not the rich, but like the people that can afford to travel. So I feel okay. like the people that are escaping here are not the people that I see, and I feel like they look at us like we are doing something wrong. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all the time, I'd be like, like even like I know that they don't have like a tipping process over there, but you have to know what's going on where you're at. Like if I was to go over there, I wouldn't be shocked at somebody's traditions, but I feel like people are shocked when they come here. They'd be like, yo, do this here? Well, <laughs> you do a lot of crazy shit that I don't be like blinking the eye at right. that. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, but you do have the Americans that go over there and it's like really ignorant, like what? Right, like you know, you you I can have, do whatever I want. Like, yeah, oh yeah. At the at the <laughs> McDonald's, like the McDonald's menu is different. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you hear people online all the time. Y'all don't have hatch browns. <laughs> like for real, I heard that this is mm-hmm. real shit. Like y'all don't have a pancake platter and you know a croissant. What? Like really yeah. upset? Like, where's your Walmart? Like they're just really looking for. Like a real basic American life, like yeah. Walmart, McDonald's, like department stores. Like, that's hilarious. Real dumb. Dollar store. I mean, <laughs> you you have to be willing to be a little bit open minded when you step out anywhere and open to different things. So, I expect rich people not to be so open because uh, they didn't have to be to get to where they were, and I don't see why mm-hmm. they're rich if they're already rich. So they're like, Psh, oh. Hate it here, but the drinks. See, are good. <laughs> yeah, you have to. That's also why, like, I feel like you really gotta like work with your, especially if you have, you are rich, you have kids. Mm-hmm. They have to be raised appropriately because, like, you don't want them to be assholes. Especially if you weren't rate, like, you weren't as rich, like, you made yourself rich. You have right. to t- teach them what it means to get this, not would that. Oh, you got it. It's okay. Like, you have to. Like, there's so many things that goes along with even the journey that they went on to get rich like you worked like you yes. know what i mean that wasn't easy you have to yes. let the, your kids know that you you build an appreciation for it more mm-hmm. and you give a child something all the time you know this is this is basic things uh i'm able to teach my kids that i teach my son that i teach my daughter that it's a little bit harder for my wife because her customs and courtesies a little different coming up because mm-hmm. she's given everything like damn near everything mm-hmm. she came up and i didn't have it bad when i came up either but i know one thing i wasn't giving shit i remember i was in the house some many summers because i was bad grades i got my ass fine <laughs> all time i was always in summer school i was always in high school i like, remember <laughs> what? what's like like there was and, and when i got something i earned it it wasn't yeah. and and it, it would make me a little you know feel a certain type of way when I seen other people get things like what you got a car and <laughs> like I remember going to a dealership because I had saved up um about a thousand dollars when I was in high school and this is uh, off of Liberty Road when it was still before they put a CVS on the corner it used to be a cart or that CVS closed um uh where uh Randallstown Elementary is CVS had closed and they didn't know what to do with the building. So somebody bought it for a quick second and made it to like a small dealership of brand. Yeah. And they had this Mitsubishi Lancer Evo that I was looking at and I was really stoked because at this time Fast and the Furious came out. I'm like, <laughs> car right there. And I walk past it all the time. So I see mm-hmm. that it says something about a thousand dollar down payment and something like that. I didn't understand what a down payment was. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's all the money. I'm like, Shh, I'm gonna save that up. <laughs> uh, so I walked in there having this money feeling good. And this man shunned the hell out of me. This is like 16 years old. Shun the hell out of me, just start talking like, oh yeah, well, this is the original price. This is the MSRP. Mm. Uh, do you have a job? I'm guessing not. All right, so this is this is how much you need. And over $35,000. And I was like, just oh, so rushed. So I'm like, how do I make it mm. to that amount of money? I'm ignorant to how to build wealth. I, I have a mom who makes really good money, but 
her been working for the FBI, I don't have uh insight of what she actually does. Mm-hmm. Like she was polygraphed. I can't know what the hell is going on there. I just know she works early in the morning, she comes home late at night, and she's always working. Working, working, mm-hmm. working, working, working. And I nobody wants that. Like I got yeah. raised, I got raised up in that. So I'm like, I don't want that. I want to have kids and have a relationship with them. You know, I don't want to just be the one that's like, where you at? Come right. home at time, eat dinner at that time. Something's in the freezer. Or take that out and put it up in the microwave. Like, mm. I don't want to be that parent. Regardless how much money you make, I want to be more in touch. So right. I was like, man, I do not see any answers around me. All I know is what they teach in that school and it's bullshit. Like, Basically. It's some basic stuff that you know that you need to know. Yeah, I wouldn't even say that. I also feel like that's another pro- like problem with um, the reason why we don't see it when we're like in school. It's so much in into the the curriculum that you actually are learning and what you actually need to know. Mm-hmm. Like you know the little I don't know if you like <laughs> you remember that Y M X plus B thing. Yes. Do you? I, I would like I, I saw this little meme of how that actually applies to like real life. Do you like do you I don't know if you saw that meme? Nope, never. <laughs> so basically like a YMX plus B. Like if you used to be like, it costs ten dollars to get into the club, that's the B. Mm-hmm. You have fifty dollars, that's the Y. And then how many drinks for five dollars you can buy is the MX. Cause like M is the five dollars and X is how many drinks you can get. Right. So fifty dollars equals five dollar drinks, t- like you get four of them. Plus the ten dollars to get into the club. That's how you. That's how that is. Oh, that's, that's how the slope of that. Like right. so, four is the an- whatever that would be, is the answer to X. Blah blah blah. But that's that's how it applies to real life. But it's no. crazy how if somebody was explaining to you that that's why why MX plus B shit, you'd be like, okay, wrote it yeah, whole I, I down, yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it would have made so much more sense to you, but I feel like the reason why it doesn't work is because people don't understand why these things make sense and how they actually do apply in real life, life. life, everyday life, and that's that's most of the things. But I feel like I feel like one, the teachers aren't getting paid enough. Oh yeah, classes are overcrowded unless you go to a private school. Yeah, and like they're not funded or supported like they need to be because in Germany, teachers make good money. Like real good money, real good money, uh, and it's you could live off of that because uh, my wife's her her parents are both teachers. One will be considered a professor, and the other one she teaches elementary school teachers, and they have a nice big house by themselves. Um, over here, no, and they get looked down on. So when you have teachers that are underpaid, you have materials that are outdated, mm-hmm. and then you have a course, a state guided course curriculum that you cannot go around. So and it's so much stuff that you can't really can't you would have to show up after school just to get an in-depth yeah, so lesson, to really lesson, get it yeah like to get it how to apply this stuff it's just a brush over like yeah and then now you have the no kid left behind so like my son's dealing with that he's not reading on the level that he should be but right but he's still going he's still getting right, through the grades just going just going through the next grade going through the next grade and i'm like man bro this is really gonna fuck you up when you get out and you on your own and they just mm-hmm. like well, better you got a high school diploma. Like, what does it mean, though? Right. Especially now. Oh, my God. Now, yes, you have to you have to be, you know, really understanding to a certain extent 
what you have gained from doing what how many years 12 years of fucking mm. uh uh free education it got to equal to something or you just, right you gotta or you just wasted your time all you learned how to do is roll blunts and um <laughs> socialize with people mm. and uh smash brothers <laughs> <laughs> right but um it, it if you look at the school system, do you think it's changed from back in the day when it first started? Oh, yeah. I was just reading this article about, like, um, grade inflation. Mm-hmm. And it isn't that, like, for instance, there clearly are students that are doing the work, doing it hard, doing, like, and actually learning from it. But there are students that are getting passed along, that are getting mm-hmm. C's all over the board. And it isn't getting them anything because... The teachers, again, like you said, like they're overwhelmed with the stuff that they have to even get into their head. And then they're getting like, and then like, oh, they're like, oh shit. They read a, a paper and then they, three papers later, they're like, I didn't teach these kids nothing. Right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's like, I, it's, it's a problem. So like, I, or even like, not to say, do you remember when, or did you see that Miss Pastor like got in like trouble for something like some like grade crap or something? Yes, I do remember. That. And it's it's crazy. It's not even to say that she did stuff like with like some malintention, but she did things and to make sure that the students passed. Like you know what I mean? Like she's not trying to hold these kids up, especially the ones that she knows. Like she wasn't just doing that to be like. Oh, this kid ain't doing shit. I'm gonna just give him a, a C because I don't need to deal with him. Mm-hmm. She would fail you. She had no problem doing that. But I know that certain teachers have to do things to be like, if I don't give this kid this, they yeah. may not get into this school. Like, you know what I mean? They, this will totally fuck them up. Yep. And the know. teachers are put under uh, uh, the microscope too, because if they're not making the grades for the students, their job could be up. Exactly. Gone. <laughs> like, like, oh, what happened in your class? You got enough parents coming up to me and you know, mm-hmm. you, I understand what you're doing with the kids. I'll move my kid out of this school. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. People coming up to the superintendent, the principals mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And they like, well, we, 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 we got to let you go. You bringing too much fuss. You shake, you rocking the boat too much. <laughs> like, yeah, Mm-mm. you ain't missed the clock. That's exactly what it is, mm-hmm. man. So you don't have, and, and when you look at the school system, you look at everything in America evolving, how we got technology now, how we drive our cars, like the medical field, everything yeah. that's advanced. But when you look at a picture of a classroom, it's damn near the same. Oh, yeah. Which is, well, except for like the little, uh, what are those called? Projectors and shit. Yeah. Like, that's oh nothing. That's just the same stuff that you're writing on the board. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a different tool to do mm, things. To show it to you. like. Exactly. <laughs> To show right. you nothing, basically. Oh my god! And when that TV on the cart would come, <laughs> you know it was right. a good. You know, like, oh, nothing's happening. <laughs> That's crazy. Y'all watching a movie? What y'all watching? <laughs> Some Morning. super fucking movie. Oh my god! Yes, I can't. <laughs> too many of any. Mm. Y'all watch Color Purple in this class? <laughs> oh my god! No, mm. That's crazy though. But it was like I do think it's a lot that. First of all, the future holds and. I don't know, like, people definitely have to make a little bit more sense these days, especially when they start talking about uh, things that they want to see done, like, yeah. like take action on. Like, you have to mm-hmm. really think about your actions, consequences, all that stuff. But yeah, Long game. 
yeah, long, that's it. Like, once you start thinking about that, these little, something that happens, like, like, for instance, in two more elections, who gives a fuck that Trump lost? You right. know what I mean? Right. That's going to be gone. The stuff that you're worried about is the stuff that he left. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, I don't yeah. know. Oh my God, I can't even, like. That's temporary thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're talking about, like, you're mad today. Like, you're crazy. I'm already thinking about who's going to be the next runner-up for president. Yeah, the next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Who's going to be the next runner-up for president? And I'm thinking about, okay, what are we doing? Hey, baby. I'm thinking about what are we doing right now to make sure that we just don't have somebody that's not Trump. Mm-hmm. He got exactly. to Like we got, he got to start doing stuff to like, all right, let's work him. And he's under mm-hmm. a magnifying glass of everything he does. Exactly. So I think especially it's a, now it's a lot of good things. Yeah, especially now because you're gonna have all this Trump supporters out there. Like, look what he did. You see, you know, right? This. Like documenting. God, did you see that? <laughs> We gonna get back in there in four mm-hmm. years. He running again, Donald Until Trump. So he runs. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Like that's gonna be the new slogan. And the thing is, at this point, it's becoming like where all the 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 next political leader that pops up is just gonna pander to the people again. Yeah. Like, well, shit. Uh, like if Donald Trump Jr.'s son was to run, mm-hmm. it's a good chance he can win because he gonna right. have the same fan base. Exactly. Had- <gasps> Here's our second yeah. chance. <laughs> Second white exactly. <laughs> So they're going to just be like, yeah, we're back you because you're the face that we need. Mm-hmm. You're the face to push these agenda. And by the time people get up to our TVs where we even know who they are, they uh, Democrats, Republicans, whatever, they already done took so much money from so many corporations just to get the campaign rolling that they right. own these corporations. These corporations right. are looking for a return. So they can say whatever, but you better see who fucking lined their pocket. Exactly. Like these, and see what know. happens to their business exactly. after they get elected. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like for the people, for the most people, we don't have money lining these people uh pockets for their right, country. exactly. We're we're really going off of Obama's shit. Hope that mm-hmm. things are going to change. Hope, 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 hope. And we hold on to that. Yeah. That can be cancer in itself. I don't hope nothing. I have no expectations. I'm like, it's on. It's on you. Like really, like you. The only person that's gonna stop some shit or start some shit is you. You. What you gonna do? (laughs) What you gonna do? And it starts. It starts by. uh, There's many ways to start it, man. But I feel like the biggest change you have for the future down the road is enlightening the children, like the education system. How well, how we conduct our children, Mm -hmm. and to conduct like to to be a leader. You got to put yourself in the position to lead. So, and when you put yourself in position to lead, you want to lead by example. You know what I'm saying? So if that means I got to educate myself more to teach these kids what they really need to know. Because uh, 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 we could say all day, oh, what we learned in school, there's a lot of bullshit. It wasn't done right and stuff like that. But if we're not giving constructive criticism saying, right. I don't know what to do next. Right. You got to tell me what to do next. Like, this right. is- Oh, this is bad. Walk yeah, that's terrible. Like, I need more. Like, I, I can't what do can that. I do to make it better? Don't do that. Don't do because <laughs> that's one thing we was taught, and that's why I got into the uh, the credit business now. Because I was taught growing up, if you don't have the cash, don't buy it. Basically. Credit gets you in debt. I didn't know nothing good about credit, but when it was time to get a house, when it's time to buy a car, it's time to get a loan. You need credit. It's difficult. 
yeah so it's like wow man i don't know what this means and stuff like that and and educating on that now i'm like wow that's why our slogan is building financial confidence Mm -hmm. because one thing is you can't attack anything if you ain't confidence even if you're in a physical fight if you are scared more than likely with your ass you like crumbled up (laughs) (laughs) you wait for the impact Mm -hmm. like you're not thinking that you're going to win you're just trying to make a point that Mm -hmm. you don't want to lose but and then you got to go in thinking that you can win. And the best way to go in thinking that you can win is to educate yourself. Exactly. And with knowledge. Have these kids knowledge up. Mm-hmm. So can't nobody tell them you are this, you are not that. Can't nobody say things like that. And if people, I'm not saying they can't say it, but I will say this. If somebody tells you that you can't be this and you can't be that, instead of you being like us and being like, wow, well, I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, oh, wow, I know who you are to me. You exactly. Up. Let me sh- like, exactly right. like you just show me. Yes, your exactly. <laughs> I, just learned, I just learned something from you in a different way than mm-hmm. what my ancestors learned. My ancestors learned that oh yeah, you was trying to help him out. Then my next ancestors learned well oh don't mess with him. Then now I know I'm standing here, uh, third generation down. Like mm-hmm. no, you are the ones I need to run through. Exactly. <laughs> Ignore. Yes. That's some yeah. crazy shit. Yes, it's no time to be passive anymore. Yeah, we have to be more aggressive when it comes to getting. And you know what? And that's the beauty of it, man. And the the, the thing is, the irony is that's what they always seen. A lot of people always mm-hmm. seen African Americans as being an aggressive people. We're really a peaceful people. Oh yeah, entirely. Yeah, naturally. A, yeah, a peaceful people, man. We don't be starting like like we we lose a football game. What do we do? We talk shit. <laughs> we joke memes and stuff like that. They lose a football game. Boy, riots, mm-hmm. fucking flip cars over something that is not a life or death thing. It's literally a game. Mm-hmm. Basketball game, football game, ice hockey game. <laughs> Games. Not real. But because you don't have to focus on anything uh, you know, that may be as real to others, that may be the realest thing to you. Exactly. That's what they, that's what shapes them. Yes. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. what I tell people. I'm like, man, people don't go through what you went through, um, but at the same time, don't think they haven't went through anything because exactly they they what they going through. It seems like a lot to them because that's all they have. They don't know now. If they was to sit next to you and you was able to explain what you've been through in life, they wouldn't even be able They're to. Like, that. <laughs> like, you know what? Let like, me I feel stupid that. now. Yes, let me take my ass back to Burger King and tell mm-hmm. them I just want my money back. Y'all put <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm good. <laughs> I ain't got to shoot nobody. But mm. The audacity. Crazy. But that's that's what it comes down to, man. Mm-hmm. At different levels. And we could we could pull through this. We could pull through this shit. Uh we definitely I think can. we got this. <laughs> yeah. I, I I definitely think we got this with uh the more people I see talking about shit and mm. people be like, oh. I, what I don't like, <clears throat> and I'm appreciating your platform right here, is because, uh, yeah, some people are like, everybody's talking about it, everybody's talking about this, and stuff like that coming up, this and that, Black people, that and this. And I'm like, well, if you wasn't talking about this, you would be talking about something else. Yeah, you're talking about something else. <laughs> something else would be bothering you. Like, so <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's a war. Don't say, don't repeat the problem back to me. Give me a solution. <laughs> Let's keep working this thing. Don't spin the wheel like a, 
Yeah. Um, so don't just keep spinning my wheels and stuff like that where I'm not going anywhere. Let's mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's find some solutions. Let's be more constructive instead mm-hmm. of destructive because that's one thing. Definitely now with this, what is it called? Cancel culture? Yeah. We're the first ones now to take something down. Oh, yeah. We ain't fucking with it. Cancel. Oh. <laughs> Offended. Yeah, out of here. <laughs> True. Out of here. It won't question anything. And anybody that goes against that, you're a terrible person, which is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Very dangerous. You have to be open-minded. You can't be open and narrow at the same time. And just like exactly, it does. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's totally mindset. So, like, always be open-minded. Be humble. Stay grounded. And when I say stay grounded, remember where you came from. Whatever. And if you if you feel like you haven't went through something, and you still feel like you need to support the cause and uplift your people, you may be in a great great spot in life exactly you like you could be in the perfect position to do something about it exactly exactly so stay grounded Mm -hmm. and when you stay grounded you are in uh you are in connection with people as a whole Mm -hmm. not just who you are because some people will look down be like oh no i can't fuck with them people that they're gonna bring me down which is true there's an extent you do have to be mindful that everybody that sees your helping, well, the sees your hand go out may not think it's a hand to help. They may not, they may think it's a hand of opportunity. And some people may see it as, oh, this is a hand for me to pull this person down. Exactly. Or you exactly to take from them, you take from this hand. Yep. And that's that's, that's how it is. Yeah. Um, that's that's the nature of this country, at least, um, to take opportunity, seize mm-hmm. opportunities since they got here. Um, people have been taking opportunities of the land. This is like a rat race over here. Oh, it's gold over here. Let's go to California. Oh, this and that. Yeah, this this and that. Let's uh go for this. This is the next big thing. Internet. Oh, yeah. Stocks. Oh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Mm. And, and jump on it. This is the jump on the bandwagon type country. No, we have to point. be long term at this point. Exactly. We have to be thinking. Don't nobody care where the bandwagon is going. They just want <laughs> right. They just want it. Just and it. everybody else is on it. <laughs> Why you ain't on it? <laughs> right. What's the problem? What is you dumb? <laughs> you are outcast. <laughs> you are outcast. And then and, and we gotta stop grooming our kids to be that way. Like when we was mm. in uh, high school, middle school, we would ride each other, pack each other up and stuff based off of what we were wearing. Knowing down what we ain't paid for stuff. No, oh what are those? Like before like, that came out. <laughs> like what? Your parents bought this. I got money. No, you don't. you you can't even legally work. So what are you talking about? <laughs> you got you got a uh, this nice this and you gonna talk down on people just because mm-hmm. and that, that goes back to self well uh yeah, exactly self worth you gotta teach your kids that they worth everything without having anything that didn't God didn't give them you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so if you stand upright and you still got air in your lungs goddamn you're doing better than somebody exactly you need to be, <laughs> shit need to be grateful because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that will switch places with you if they had the opportunity to and that that's 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 just not uh black people. Um that could be white. That's anybody. That's anybody. That's anybody, any age, any ethnicity, any race, nationality, all that stuff. Yeah. But um I got a question for you. Hmm. What's the atmosphere like in Nevada? Um you mean like temperature, like climate type stuff? No, not the climate. Um, I, like, <laughs> just living wise, you know. Um, I think so, it's like I feel like this is probably one of like overall one of the best places to live. Like on like because if you want to do something, you can like there's like the strip and like that kind of stuff. But 
uh, like there's also the natural side too, because it's in the desert, but there's also these like really interesting like pockets of nature places. Like it'd be like the mountains over there, lakes mm-hmm. here, rivers here. But then you get like a desert, like an actual sanded desert in certain places and stuff like that. But it's really like, it's an interesting place to live. The, I would say uh, cost of living is cheap compared to what they pay you, especially if you work at the casinos and stuff. Okay. But other than that, like, I, I, like the only reason why I would move back to Maryland is because it's about where my family is. But if they were here, I probably would not care. Like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be like, I'm about to move somewhere else. Like, snow. <laughs> yeah, like, but I also think that it, I, I'm saying that because I grew up in Maryland, it was because it's like, right. it's like wooded you city. Too. You know what I mean? I'm so used to it. So, like, but however, Maryland still has the best food in the world. Oh, hell no. Oh, you crazy. <laughs> I try to take it everywhere. Like, what <laughs> no food not school oh, oh, food. oh no school oh no food we trash. have a worse not going to compete with you on that <laughs> right you're talking no, about no. like i would love to go to germany school next episode is probably going to be probably the interview i did with bianca but okay. i also want to bring her back on uh to talk about like more specifically like black issues and just like our opinions because uh, she lives in Jamaica now she's like some uh, non-profit okay That's yeah so I want to I really want to talk about it in like a very global aspect because I don't want it to be like black issues are not just here they're everywhere because they they get the same treatment not same treatment but they get same sort of treatment where, wherever they go so it definitely mm-hmm. is a topic that everybody gotta hear that's right. But I'm going to definitely do that. However, I don't want to keep you too long. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. But I shall be talking to you on the virtual reality side. Yes, man. I, it was got a some gold here. <laughs> definitely, definitely going to have to do We jumped on a whole bunch of different topics. But anytime, mm-hmm. man, just lend the ear. I'm going to just plug, if you don't mind, I plug my business out there. Anybody okay, looking for ahead. business, uh, you go to faithfinance.com. And you just hit us up. You just sign up. You're not paying for anything out of pocket up front. Uh, we'll give you a consolation for free. We'll call you up, go through what we do to restore your credit to a good to outstanding um, credit score. And we'll give you tips and stuff on how to do investments and things like that. So you can get up out of whatever situation you're in and make you want your money. Uh, you can put your money away so you can save it and you start working these banking monies like other people have been doing for quite some time. There's a recipe to the madness and we got it. So uh, faithfinance.com, uh, hit us up. And yeah, that's all I got, man. Yes. All right. We are out. 